Hey everybody, I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Marty. What's up? How are you liking the new podcast digs here? I love it. It's very, <laughs> very nice. Got, got a very cool vibe going on. Our first episode in the new studio. We've got our books displayed. We've got guitars <laughs> on display. <laughs> All right. Hey, Songtown, we're glad you're here with us today. I want to talk to Marty about something that's very important these days for songwriters. If you're an artist, then think about it from the flip side of what we're saying. But today, for songwriters, I think it's way more important than it was when we were coming up in the business of learning to write well with artists. Absolutely. You know, there's somebody told me the other day if you look at the country charts, 30% of the songs, hit songs in a year, were not co written with the artist. But that's 70% of the songs that were co written with the artist. And that's, that's a big number. So learning to write well with artists, I think is a huge part of our job these days, yeah. you know? So I just thought we'd talk, what do you think are some important things to keep in mind when you are writing with an artist? Well, I think number one is that you want to write a song that feels authentic to them. You don't want to try to talk them into an idea, you know? So yeah. if, I'm, if I'm writing with an artist and they're not jumping up and down about an idea, then I go on to the next idea because I either want it to be an idea that came out of their mouth or I want it to be an idea that they go crazy over. Right. Because I've just had so many experiences where I try to talk the artist into like, oh, no, this would be a cool title for you to, you know, this could be your album title. And they go, okay. So we <laughs> write it, and I've never had a successful song with, right. with that approach, you know. So the I think the most important thing, and you're great at this, is to get them talking. You know, just get the artist talking about what's going on in their life and you know, what they're thinking and feeling about their career and all that kind of stuff, because you want to find something that came out of their mouth that you can go, oh, you know, that's brilliant. That that would make a great song, you know. And, and why not use the fact that artists are showmen? They've got a lot of attitude and personality. So they're going to come out oftentimes with some colorful things. They're, yeah. they're going to say some things that are colorful and have a lot of personality. So I love that, like to getting to talk to an artist, sit down with them, talk to them, and see what pops out of their mouths. <laughs> yeah, and I, I start with questions, you know. I'll, yeah. I'll be like, you know, what kind of song have you always wanted to write, but you don't, you, you can't seem to nail it, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Or what have you already recorded? If I can get them to play me a few things that they've already done, I think you got a story about this with Darius. Mm -hmm. You saw that he didn't have something. And so you threw yep. out something that kind of filled a slot that he didn't have. He didn't. Know? I heard his entire first album, and I actually had a song on there, and they played me like nine or ten songs they cut, and they're like, what do you think? And, you know, most people go, oh, it sounds amazing. And I go, <laughs> I don't know what possessed me. I go, you guys don't have any love songs on the album. And they were like, you're right. We got to write that. So his producer was standing there. Darius was there. And we went and wrote a love song. And I got my second song on the album. Amazing. And, and it's, it's from, in that case, 
it was me getting them to buy into. I think that's the key. The artist doesn't have to always come up with it themselves, but you got to get them to buy into the idea. Mm -hmm. So I stated something obvious that they had not realized. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, then you've got to go write a great song. Right. You know, you can't write a dud. But the the key is getting them to buy into it, to get them to care about it. And, you know, they put all this work into the project and here's a hole they didn't feel. And so they bought into it instantly, you know. Yeah. You probably bumped somebody else <laughs> off the record with that with that little stunt right there. Yeah. I mean. So if you can get them to play you what they've already recorded, you can find, yeah. uh, wow, you got a lot of slower songs. Let's write something up tempo. Or if you don't have any ballads on there, would you want, you know, would you want to have a ballad on there? Um, I love to know what songs they cover in their show because when they put a cover in their show, it's because they don't have a song of their own that fills that slot, that does whatever that cover Right. Does. If it's a superstar. Now, if it's, a young artist, they may put it in there because nobody knows their songs yet, and they yeah. need they need some songs. But you're right; they're gonna they're only gonna do a cover if they're really into it, you yeah. know. And that's what they're into. Yeah, that also gives me insight into what they like, who their influences are. So I would like I'll ask them, you know, who were your biggest influences, you know, coming up. Um, we've we've got a friend that um, loves Maroon Five. He loves that kind of melody, so. When we write with him, we know, you know, let's try some of those intervals that they do and that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, so just getting them talking about what they love. Uh, I want to know where they grew up and how they grew up, you know. So if they grew up in Chicago, they may not relate to my song about, you know, down on the farm yeah. kind of thought, you know. So I, w I want to just find out who they are, what they value. You know, I want to, a lot of times I'll ask them, what charities do you support? Hmm. You know, it brings up an interesting conversation, you know, oh, I'm working with this thing that rescues golden retrievers, you know, oh, okay, cool. You know, so maybe I have an idea about a dog that, that would really resonate with them or something like that, you know? So I think just the more questions you can ask and the more you get into their head about uh, what's going on in their life right now, uh, the the better you can get something that really hits a mark. Or do your homework before you get to the right. Look at their social media, check out interviews, because you may find out they work with these charities or these, and you don't have to waste the conversation in the writing room. If they come in and they're telling you a story about something that just happened in your life, you've, you've got that background now, research already done, and you can just jump in and start writing that in a way that, that's going to work. So, yeah, I would always do homework first yeah. when I can. Yeah, a lot of Songtown people will ask me, well, like, if it's a newer artist and they don't have a lot of music out there, how do you find out things about them? I mean, these days, especially if it's a younger artist, they're going to be all over social media. I so know. you follow them on TikTok and Instagram, you're going to know their whole life, what they had for dinner last night and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Um you, you can learn so much from people before you get in the room, and that's smart to, to do that and not wait till you get in there walking in cold, you know? Yeah, so do your research, learn about the artists, get them talking in the room, get them to buy into the idea that you come up with. What what else do you think is important? That's for, all. That's There's it. nothing else. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I think, you know, just in general, you, you want – 
you're trying to be kind of like a political speech writer for that artist. You, you're trying to write something that sounds authentic coming out of their mouth. When they're up on stage, you know, people are going to think they wrote that song or, right. or they lived that song. And so it, you have to sometimes take your songwriter ego and go, okay, this is not about me right. in this session. You know, sometimes we, you and I just get together and we're trying to write a great song and it's about us and what we like. Right. But in those scenarios, you have to remember it's about them and you've got to keep that focus on what they're buying into, what they're loving, what they're wanting to say and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we just did a podcast with Victoria Banks recently and she was talking about that sometimes you have to compromise because if an artist really loves the line and you could fight them all day until they hate the song, you know, yeah. trying trying to fix that line. So sometimes it's a compromise, but what your goal is is at the end of the writing session to have a song that they buy into, that they're passionate about, that they want to go put on their record. Yeah. And if you don't have that, it's not going to go on their record. And it doesn't matter how great the song is. If you haven't gotten them to buy into it, then it's just going to be a song that sits, you know, in your demo wreckage pile. <laughs> That's right. The hard office. drive song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time I wrote with a guy, um, was a art, big artist and, Two times out of four, we had four sessions. Two of the, the ideas were his ideas. Two of the ideas were my ideas. He cut his ideas and <laughs> didn't cut mine. And I think, you know, in some ways, my ideas maybe were stronger ideas. They might have been singles if he had done them. Yeah. But he wanted to cut his ideas, you know. And so I learned from that, you know, just don't don't push on that. Just go with what they want to do, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're not, we're not saying that you don't want to write a great song because at the end of the day, if it's not a good song, it won't go on their record either, mm -hmm. usually. Right. Because somebody along the line, the producer, the label, someone's going to say, yeah, this, yeah, we know you like it, but it's not a great song. So I think there's two things that have to happen. You have to get the artist to buy into it. If it's their idea, great. But you also have to have, at the end of the day, a great song. And yeah. you're not always going to come out of a writing session with those two things, but that's the goal. Yeah. Hey, you know, one time I was with an artist and they kept pushing for a line that I knew would kill the song. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew if this line stayed in the song, it was going to kill it. And so I kept trying to gently suggest other ideas or, you mm -hmm. know, I let it go for a while, and I came back to that line, and he kept insisting on this one line. And finally, I explained to him why I thought the line didn't work, and that made all the difference in the world. Right. You know, so I said, I think this is going to throw us out because no woman wants to hear how you compare her to all the other women you've been with. Yeah, and he was like, Oh, okay, I didn't. I didn't think about it that way. I just love unless you're Willie Nelson, Willie Nelson, and Julio. Well, who was it? Julio Iglesias. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Uh, <laughs> unless you're, blah, 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 I, I can't talk. Willie Nelson and Julio Iglesias. Right. To all the girls we've loved yeah, before. They can get away with it. <laughs> that, that's the one time. But, you know, once I explained it to him, it became not just my opinion versus his. I think he felt for a while like I was just arguing with him. Yeah. I didn't like his line because I wanted my line. But then when I gave him a reason, he said, okay. You know, and I said, 
think this line's going to cost us a lot of money. That's why I'm, I keep pushing to change it. And he was like, I like money. I want to, <laughs> let's change it, you yeah. know? And we wound up getting the single on that song, you know? So Or use Jason Duke's line. Like, if you feel like a song needs a little more work, it's like, yeah, this is good, but just so we don't make a million dollars in 60 minutes, why don't we see if we can make it a little better? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so a lot of times we, we're, we're not talking about compromising and writing a crappy song no. just to go along with the artist. You know, you want to um, push for it to be great, but you sometimes have to push carefully and you have to tread differently. Like if, if you and I are writing, you can tell me, Marty, I think that line's just horrible. Yeah. You know, but if I tell the big artist that, they're probably not going to want to write with me again or or cut this song. You know, you have it's going to gonna be, be a, sneakier. Yeah, <laughs> gentler, <laughs> not sneakier, but more gentle. And and often it involves explaining why. Yeah, you know, so that it's not just well, I think it should be this line. Well, I think it should be this line, and and you're kind of butting heads with them all day. You know, you just have to kind of finesse the whole situation so that they feel great about not only the song but the experience. Yeah. I think this is a good time, Marty, to talk about our sponsor, Sweetwater. We love Sweetwater. Best customer service in the world at those, those guys. If I buy a piece of gear, not only do they send me candy, which I am thoroughly enjoy, <laughs> they also call and follow up and make sure that I know how to use the gear and just great people over there. Um, Comcast should hire their customer service people from Sweetwater because Comcast is on the other end of that spectrum. Exactly. We love Sweetwater. Check out the show notes for a link to Sweetwater, to Songtown, to books we have about songwriting, all that stuff. And thanks for being with us. Cheers. <laughs>